When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey there, Epic Investor. It's Matt Terrio from Epic Real Estate, where we show people how to invest in real estate with an emphasis on retiring early. This is the Epic Real Estate Investing Show, and I do this show because I know that most people are living a life of financial sacrifice and betrayal. So what we've done is we've built a system that creates an opportunity for one's money to work harder for them than they did for it, saving them and their families from a lifetime of financial worry. I know that real estate works. And I believe everyone deserves a chance. And that's why I'm here. So if this is your first time here, glad you found us. If you like what you hear, make sure you hit the subscribe button before you go. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. And thank you for sharing this with your friends and family, because I would not be here if it were not for you doing that. You're the best. Thank you. Alrighty. So first month of the year is behind us. So how'd you do? It's already going fast, isn't it? I can't believe it's February. So are you on track to reach your 2021 goals? It's not too late though. No, don't beat yourself up. If you got a slow start, it happens. You're a human being. It's easy to make up for lost time this early in the year. No big deal. Just recalculate your numbers, right? And, and back into what a typical day looks like for you. And then just take it one day at a time. You know, for example, last week I shared with you my goal for 2021 to make an extra $1 million this year. And if you missed it, go back and listen to last week's episode and you can see how I break it down. But I backed it down to submitting just six offers per day. That's the plan. And taking weekends off even. And it can be that simple to just wake up each and every day and decide who are the six people I'm going to send offers to today. That's all you got to do. And, you know, if I can knock that out in an hour, so be it, I'm done. If it takes me all day, then that's what it takes. But it's just six offers per day. It can be that simple. It can be that simple of a daily discipline, that simple of a daily practice. And if that sounds like a, an overwhelming amount uh, for you right now, like, oh my gosh, how could I possibly do that? Um, how about do this? Just start with one offer per day. Just one. Can you do one? I mean, at the end of the year, at the end of 12 months, that's 365 offers. 
That right there should get you five to 10 deals. If you are focused on that one offer per day and you submit it to the person that you think has got the best chance of accepting it that day, even if some days it's a shot in the dark, it's still one offer a day. No one can do a deal with you unless they have something to authorize, something to agree to. So you've got to put it in front of sellers. And some offers will have a higher quality than others. And some days, like it'll just be a flat out uh, crapshoot, right? You only got one dice though. But you throw that one offer out there and see if you hit. But it's better than not doing one at all. Certainly, we want to increase the odds by trying to talk to motivated sellers. Um, that's, that, that's what we do as real estate investors. We play in that off-market world. We're looking for financially distressed, personally distressed, or, or owners with properties that are distressed. That's who we want to submit to. But gosh, if, if you get to the end of the day and you just didn't come across one, pull up the multiple listing service or Epic Property Finder and just go in and pull one of those deals off. Choose something that kind of fits your category, fits you your criteria as far as a property goes, look for something that's got some sort of sign of uh, distress. You can put TLC in the search terms and that's gonna say this house needs a little bit of fixing up to do. So that might you know, be a sign that there's a deal to be had there. You can look for extended days on market, someone that's got a property that hasn't been able to sell. And you can just call up that real estate agent and say, hey, I would like to buy this property. I'd like to put an offer in on this property. I don't have representation. Will you represent me? You'll get very few no's if, by doing that. And that's not a, a great strategy to, to bank your whole real estate investing career on, but it's a whole lot better than not submitting an offer at all that day. Alrighty? So just one a day. That's it. And so if that still sounds like a, a lot, I mean, like of six offers to, that I'm doing, it still sounds like a, a lot. Like, you know, you do the one and like maybe that's already overwhelming, but just start with one. But uh, Matt, how are you going to do six offers per day? Well, very much in the same fashion that I just explained to you. I'm going to look for those, those high possibility type situations that, you know, a discounted offer of some sort could be accepted. But uh, I've also got help. I mean, I do a lot of it myself. I would say I'm responsible typically for two to four of those offers every day. Sometimes I do them all. Sometimes I just do one. Uh, but typically it probably hovers between two and four. Probably two to three is probably the accurate number but I've got help there to bridge that gap. And my guest today is gonna shed some light on not only how I do it, but how you can do that too. And so, yeah, without further ado, please help me welcome to the show from Rocket Station, Mr. Greg Brooks. Greg, welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. Hey, Matt, appreciate you, uh, appreciate you having me, my friend. For sure. You know, I, I know Robert really well. We go way back and with former... Uh, endeavors we have participated in both personal and professional and but um i've i haven't i don't know too much about you so what were you doing just before you joined rocket station yeah, yeah no and and say so rob has uh rob's passed along some some great words about everything that that you do in the epic epic crew does so appreciate you having me but no i um so i came up it's funny i actually i'm, I'm, I'm close friends with the uh, with the nickel family i worked with with robert's brother who's actually our coo uh, okay. mark we uh we came up fresh out of college was t- chasing the dream of being an athletic director and um, his brother Mark who's who's there are now our COO was doing the same so we actually worked in Austin together um, for for a short time and then I kind of went a different way went corporate uh, worked for one of the largest CPG and pharmaceutical companies in the US and and was basically leading their their sales division within 
within the military, which being a Canadian kid, um, my family's all still up just outside of Toronto was a, not only a, a whole new endeavor for myself, but kind of seeing the inner constructs of what makes the, the military machine go from a, from mm-hmm. a backend standpoint was, was really eye-opening. So I, like I said, worked for, worked for some of the largest CPG and pharmaceutical companies servicing the military industry. And then um, was fortunate enough to cross paths again with with Mark and and say Rob had just ra- launched the Rocket Station brand as a standalone virtual staffing solution, and mm-hmm. they were looking for someone to kind of help build out their sales team, and and here we are. That's great, super. So you you caught my attention when you said you were an aspiring athletic director with Robert's brother over at Austin. Is that the at UT? So no, so we weren't at UT. We were at the little, like not even the little brother. We were just down the road in San Marcos. We were at uh, Texas State. So it used to be. Okay. Um, Texas Teachers College way back in the day. If there's any older listeners on here, but mm-hmm. yeah, and beautiful San Marcos, which I don't know when I was getting recruited to play, how I didn't know where San Marcos was. Have, have you ever, are you familiar with Texas, Matt? You ever been down to the Austin? Uh, I've been there a handful of times, but never past the, not too far past the airports. Gotcha. So San Marcos, the, the Guadalupe, an offshoot of it runs like right through the entire campus. So it's built into hill country, beautiful, picturesque. I mean, you get a heck of a workout because you're walking up and down, mm-hmm. walking down those hills, but literally you have a section of the river that you can raft and float that goes right through campus. So was there for about a year and a half, was hard to leave, but uh, hey, it led me to here. So it's not too bad. What did you play? So I played, I played soccer in college. Soccer. Yep. So went to school in Arkansas, played division one there, um, and then started working at my alma mater, University of Central Arkansas. And then was chasing that dream. Just didn't want to give up the, I wasn't quite good enough to take it to the next level, but didn't want mm-hmm. to give up the, uh, <laughs> the dream of being around sports in some capacity. Right. That's great. So what was it that made you um, leave the, the pharmaceutical sales to, to come and, and work with Robert? What did For you sure. see that excited you about Rocket Station? So I had dabbled in real estate myself. So was familiar, you know, kind of our core, our core consumer is property managers, real estate investors, both large and small, right? From passive portfolios all the way up to 10, 11 figure year operators. So had that commonality, was looking to kind of take it a little bit more seriously myself, um, as well as kind of being the typical sales guy. Um, the great thing, how our company structured and really what we sell to our clients is like, it's all systems and processes. And I had gone from kind of the young buck sales guy who went from one specific market to running the entire North America region, as well as sections of, of the European, um, what they call the Oconus section as well, mm-hmm. and had really kind of learned about how important system and process and how that leads to trust and being able to track your teams via KPIs and just having a certain amount of systemic organization can really allow um, you know, allow you to, to flourish. And I mean, candidly, I mean, it's, it was, it was Johnson and Johnson. So it's big corporate America. I was one mm-hmm. of 10 million, right. And was looking for something where I could kind of put my own touch on, on things. And it was just perfect timing. You know, they were Rob and, and, and Mark and the team that, that we have here in Dallas had done a great job, but we're really looking to take that, that next step. And it, you know, kind of gave me the the freedom to be able to come in here, put my own twist on it, while having the super successful, stable business with all the support on the marketing end to just get after it, grow it, and scale it. My team has quadrupled in size in the two and a half years that I've been here, so it's been it's been fun. It's great. You know, I, I've, as long as I've known Rob, he's been in the virtual staffing industry, and as well, he's a very I've met him in a real estate mastermind. So he, he's got, he's very experienced when it comes to real estate too. And I think that's important as to what he does is because that's his primary customer. I think that, I think that helps a lot. Um, but we lost touch for a little while and I wasn't aware that he had actually started this company rocket station. Right. So I'm, 
I have all the confidence in the world because I have all the confidence in the world in, in Robert. But how long has it been around? So for sure. So as a standalone brand, we've been around almost three years. As you know, Rob, both from being an investor himself and kind of doing it on the side for his friends and then finally kind of coming to that, oh, this is this is a business. I need to focus mm-hmm. on this. I mean, he's been doing it almost 10 years himself. But yeah, as a standalone brand, um, a little under three years um, is how long Rocket Station has been around, which great name. I mean, my, my dad still thinks I work for Rocket Mortgage and wants to understand why I can't go golfing with Ricky Fowler. But um, but yeah, it's been it's been great, man. It's definitely the company name has certainly resonated with kind of the the traction we've been able to gain here over the last in the last 18, 24 months. It's perfect. So you'd mentioned your primary uh, clientele is are property managers and real estate investors. Do you do real estate agents as well? Do you work with we, yeah, we do. I, I would say for on that side, we service more of the brokerage side. We certainly have top performing agents. We work with like just top of mind because I was just talking to her, one of the largest um, EXP agents up in the up in the Maryland area. So certainly if you have a, a business that is of that size, um, definitely. But that side, the retail side of our business is, is probably more catered to like a brokerage type setup with multiple agents and a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Got it. So for, for the real estate investors, the property managers, what are the, the types of tasks that they could uh, look to a VA to take off their plate? For sure. And, and I kind of preface a lot of my calls with a lot of people, like how much of your business is done on the phone or on the computer now, mm. right? And especially mm-hmm. after last year, for most people, even if they yeah. were behind, it's- We most. all got really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by, yeah. Try trial by fire. Um, so really, like, if, if there's anything that, that a client is doing on the phone or on the computer, like, we can do it for you. Well, the things that we don't do, like, we're not, we're not consultants. We're not the Matt Terrios, right? We're not trying to teach people and sell business plans. But if there's anything from an operational standpoint, meaning sales, leasing on the property management side, um, everything on the investing side from cold calling, running your marketing campaign, operating your PPC, um, all the way through the back end to the disposition management, the, you know, all of the admin stuff. I mean, it's sales. It's, it's what really resonated with me, Matt, when I made the jump over is like real estate at its core is like the ultimate trial ground for sales, right? Because it's mm-hmm. the classic transaction-based business. It's follow up, follow up, follow up, and then follow up one more time. Um, right. So, so if there's, like I said, as long as the, for us, if the client is just set up to be virtual, which a lot of people are, you know, CRMs, VoIP phone systems, you know, using a lot of the top leading platforms out there, you know, we, we can do it, right? For us, we we always take a two step approach where it's number one, we want you to show us, we want to walk through, understand your business, which I feel like is a little bit different than what most people are used to in the VA space. But for us, it all comes down to this systematic approach and, and what it is you're trying to accomplish, but more importantly, how you want to get it done. And then as long as the infrastructure is there to where it's on the phone or on the computer, we can, we can get you somebody in the seat, custom match to your need to be able to come in and rock it every day. Perfect. So you mentioned custom matched. What, what does the custom part of that look like? For sure. So our a, a big part of what we do on the front end is just the HR piece, right? A lot of people, I feel like last year, if, if you were using VAs or using service providers or even just trying to grow as we were all in some capacity in, in lockdown, mm-hmm. we started to realize like the whole world is your talent playground, right? If you can find the right people and put them in the right seats to, to succeed, like you can make it happen. So from a personnel standpoint, the custom for us comes down to basically eight weeks that we spend with all the candidate really getting to know them. I mean, there's a reason why companies like Johnson and Johnson have massive HR departments is because finding understanding and training human capital is, I mean, it's the lifeblood of any business at at any size. Um, So we really, really 
help our clients like be the easy button. We do personality profiling. Like I said, we spend eight weeks with every candidate, testing them with on-the-job training, knowledge training, really getting to know the person outside of that you know, 30-minute interview. Because how, how mm-hmm. well are you ever going to get to know somebody that way? Mm-hmm. Um, putting them on the job, you know, putting their feet to the fire and understanding it so that when it comes time for us to fill the seat in the role that you need, Number one, we've spent the time with you to really deep dive into what it is you actually need from a skill set standpoint, but then also, you know, having that, that ability to match because we've, we've got this litmus test of, we know this person's strengths, weaknesses, you know, areas where they have the opportunity to succeed and grow. So we're able to get those, those right candidates in the seat so that they can come in and it's, you know, the right, right, butt, right seat type mentality Mm -hmm. there. So you got the, the initial interview and then eight weeks of training, you had said, what does that training look like? How do you, how do you actually prepare them for the field? Yeah, no, no, for sure. So, so the first two weeks, so that is all of your due diligence, right? So virtual, and I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I've experienced this multiple times. I'm sure you mm-hmm. have as well. I mean, the little one fires up his kindergarten Zoom class and I get kicked off my internet, right? It happens. Um, so the first two weeks is really all your classic HR background, you know, background checks, personality profiling, checking internet bandwidth, computer processing power, just all of the fundamental, do you have just the core resources to be able to work in a true enterprise, a true, you know, uh, staffing ecosystem. Um, and then if they get through there, the six weeks, it, it's on the job. So with, especially with Robert's background, right? A lot of how this business was structured was based around servicing the real estate professional. So whether it's just uh, running them through module-based training, where they're making you know live calls, if there's someone coming to us for a sales role, if they're working in CRMs, testing their data management capabilities, uh, obviously a big part of what we do is is the education of real estate in the U.S. You know, understanding the unique relationship that investors have with buyers, with sellers here in the markets that they're serving is is really where we try to get the candidate. And we're not trying we're not trying to like train them on your business before we know you. But what Mm -hmm. we're trying to do is I I tell, I tell all of our clients and all all the people I meet with, like we're bringing them 80% of the way there. You know, we're getting that baseline fundamental knowledge from a combination of kind of in classroom, classic education seminars, talent LMS type platforms, as well as mixing that with on the job training, doing internal call campaigns for us um, Mm -hmm. and, and really testing you when you're, when you're in the heat of battle to really get a good gauge as to like what your skill sets are while also giving the virtual team member that extra for when they get paired, right? You're not having to onboard someone and get going just to have to start in the basement to teach them. This is what a buyer's list is. This is what a CRM is. We're getting them to where they're ready to go. The final piece is just how do you want them to operate? You know, what do you want them doing? And then boom, taking that final step, helping our clients onboard that knowledge. And then you're Mm -hmm. off to the races. How involved are you in that once you've uh, identified the, the right candidate for your client? How involved are you in that transition? Is that an ongoing thing or is that just a, a couple day thing or hour thing? Yeah, no, for sure. So that is an ongoing calibration. So not only through the what we call the initial launch, right? So mm-hmm. once, you, once you start with your VA, we have a dedicated operations team that plugs in there and they have very tight 30, 60 and 90 day windows with goals based on internally what we see, you know, equal success as well as what the client wants to see from the VA over that timeline. So, I mean, at, at, I mean, at the root of it, like it's, it's real estate investing, right? There's always more to do. Nobody's got enough hours in the day. So what it is, is setting a plan with our client on a B2B level so that we can get in and hold the VA accountable. And, and not only that, like it's not, 
you know, it's not like a dictatorship type setup. Like what we're truly doing is making sure we're using the knowledge, using the resources to be able to educate, make sure the VA's got all the support, everything that they need to be successful while also maintaining that B2B relationship. At the end of the day, for us at Rocket Station, you brought us in to solve a problem most of the time, right? Either your leads are falling through the cracks or you've got a backup in your transaction coordination or you've got a you know, bunch of deals you need to dispo. Um, so we need to stay focused on solving that issue for you. Mm-hmm. So having that B2B relationship to take those, number one, have real-time auditing and calibration to make sure the VA is getting up to speed, but then also supporting you as the client just to have that candid feedback. Nobody likes to have to pull someone into their office to, hey, you didn't do this right. Or, hey, you missed that. Or, hey, you know you know what I mean? So we handle all those conversations and not only monitor it, but be proactive with our clients to make sure that they're getting the results that they need um, so that we can just stay focused on, you know, whatever that goal is and kind of take the, take the pain out of, you know, hiring. Hiring should be exciting. And unfortunately, it's a beating for most people, right? Because yes. they rely on themselves. Yeah, it, that's the, I noticed when I was running my business and I had joined and started in, interacting and networking with other business owners. And like the, the big conversation was always about hiring and management of your personnel. And that's like the most boring book to buy is like business management. But once you become an entrepreneur, you start making some money, you discover that that's the most important thing in your business. Yep. Exactly. Right. And that's like the, I'm sure you went through it. I know I went through Mm -hmm. it even as like a high level manager. It's like, that's, that's the part. It's like, there's the glory of, you know, the YouTube, you know, type Mm -hmm. fame that you see. And you're like, really like when it comes down to it, business isn't that hard. People Mm -hmm. suck, (laughs) right? People are always the hard part. So it's trying to balance that and really having, having a system, but more importantly, like having a partner, a partner in accountability is is what we do um, and, and how we try to execute against it just to save that headache. Got it. So if I'm understanding correctly, that once you identify the the candidate, there's still like a almost a middleman management for that person that works with the your client, right? Yeah, exactly. And, okay. and both sides of the coin there, supporting you as a client, but also mm-hmm. supporting the virtual team member. The cool Great. thing at Rocket Station is we have this like awesome internal corporate culture. Um, number one, like standing for accountability, but then also just making sure that, you know, the VAs are accountable, that they're coming to work, that they're motivated, they're hitting the KPIs. So just kind of wrapping all of that stuff that every boss comes in like, oh, I got to, I should probably talk to Kathy today and give her a pat on the back. Like we handle all of it to where you can stay focused on your best and brightest, stay focused on wherever your, you know, area of brilliance is and we'll take care of the rest and make sure everybody's happy, content and, and crushing the goals for you. Awesome. Yeah, when I first heard about virtual assistants was probably, I don't know, 10 years ago, I read the book, uh, The 4-Hour Workweek. Yeah. And uh, he just made it sound so easy. Just, you can go find some guy in Pakistan paying $4 an hour and all your problems are solved. (laughs) And that's even like, I think a a more recent one that that a lot of people talk about, like that I deal with is like the traction model, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's like a little small chapter in there in between the goal setting and the org chart where they're like, yeah, and just write down everything you do. And they just kind of leave it at that. Like, Number one, for an entrepreneur, like Matt, from what Rob's told me, Matt, like I feel like you guys are fairly similar in this, like sitting down as an entrepreneur and putting business on hold or finding the extra hours to document what you do, right? how we do follow-ups, what our scripts are, what software is, where do we click to start this strip sequence? Like you're mm-hmm. never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. It's hard, but there are individuals out there that that's their area of expertise. And that's what, that's really like the level of commitment that we bring is You've got to, if you're having a conversation with Rocket Station or you're looking to hire a VA yourself, 
like you're doing something right. There's an opportunity there. So let us help you kind of structure it and do be, be that download, right? Get it out of your head. Let us organize it so that when you launch with some with a, with a virtual team member, like they've got that that chance to to get going and be successful in, in what it is you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big mistake that I had made when I had made that, and I've made this mistake for about two years. I was a very slow learner with this process, but uh, it was I think just having unrealistic expectations for how that relationship was going to go and what, how they were going to perform and the results that I would get. And in hindsight, it, it's clear as day that it's not a push button type thing. The, the, the real people on the other end, it's not just this technology that you talk to through, through your computer, you know, what are some of the other big mistakes you see people make when they go to hire virtual assistants? For sure. I, and I think you kind of hit on it there. It's, I, I just feel like for whatever reason, especially within the real estate industry, VAs so often are just sold as this magic pill. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a VA. You got to have, oh, you need a VA to do that. Get a VA to do that. But it's the structure of it. It's, it's, it is a person. It's not a robot, right? The software is great. A lot of what a lot of us do now in our businesses has been automated and we're better mm-hmm. for it. But there, especially in real estate, there are touch points. It's a lot of touch points that still need to be made. Um, and so many people just sign up for this VA. They see four bucks, five bucks, 15 bucks. And they're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. Who cares? And there's no thought process as to like, mm-hmm. that's going to be someone who is going to need to know what you want them to do and how, how you want it done because yep. they've never met you before. And there's just no thought process there. Right. Um, and, and I think it's part of the industry, unfortunately, how it's, how it's kind of sold. I, I think part of it too is real estate is unique. And this is me coming from like the Johnson & Johnson side of things. In the corporate world, like even the the software, the platforms, like it's it is real estate is very wild, wild west, right? It's always changing and evolves very, very quickly. Um, but having that attention to detail is where just so many investors. Number one, they don't have time. Everyone's chasing the next deal. It's just not feasible for them to put that level of of thought into it. Uh, but but number two, like I said, it's just it's just there, there's no forward thinking to me. Like that's going to be someone who you have to hold accountable to a number, who you have to follow up with, who you want to coach and, and audit and make sure that they're staying accountable. It's just hire a VA; it'll solve all your problems. And then that's when mm-hmm. you see all the you know, regardless of what chat forum you're in, all the nightmare stories of oh, I hired a VA and did this and that, and it just didn't work, and I wasted three months of my life. And I what I it's a tough conversation to have, but it's like I'm like, hey, you would have wasted three months of your life even if you hired someone in Vegas or Dallas. Like you were setting yep. yourself up for that, right? Yep. Yep. Super. Well, we're gonna be doing something together here and kind of go a little bit more through the nuts and bolts and the details of what it takes to work with a, a virtual assistant. There's a lot of visuals involved, so it's only so much that we can convey over a podcast. Um, we're going to do this next Wednesday. It's a free little workshop. So if, if VAs are uh, something that you want to explore using in your business, you want to delegate, then I would highly encourage you to, to join us. If you want to jump to the front of the line, you just know and you like what you've heard already, you can go to vasforrealestate.com. They've got a little bit of a questionnaire and then you can start the intake process there to see how you can make this fit. That's at vasforrealestate.com. But if you can hold off and let's get all your questions answered and you get a real clear idea of, of how that works, you can go to WednesdayWebClass.com. WednesdayWebClass.com. That's uh, next uh, Wednesday, February 10th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the whole subject is going to be how to replace yourself with virtual assistants. And Greg, is that you that's going to be leading us over there? 
yes, that will be myself. I will be kind of running through some of the common mistakes that we see as well as get, you know, help, help your listeners and help anybody, anybody that signs up kind of get the right mentality around what you should be looking to get off your plate as a, as a real mm-hmm. estate investor. Right. So we're going to go over how to define your roles and responsibilities, how to document those roles and responsibilities, and how to strategize those roles and responsibilities and how to ultimately delegate that to the right person and get it done. And so you can be working more on your business than you are in your business, right? <laughs> the classic line, right? The classic and, line. And, I had to just, say it. Right. And just so everybody knows, I'm literally going to be running you through exactly what our team does, right? So it'll be okay. exactly the process. And so obviously we do it at scale, but every single tip, tool, um, kind of thought construct that we're going to run through is exactly what our team does for all of our clients. So you're, you're getting it from someone who's worked with, you know, 1200 investors um, right. over the years. So excited to, to, to meet and, and run everybody through it. Super. And let's, can I make a request of you? Let's do it in a way that when they are watching, they can see like, you know, how, if I'm going to go hire a virtual assistant, I want to do it on my own. This is the way I should do it. And then they can have that option. No, I think I'd just rather have somebody do it for me. Can we make a commitment to provide that type of value? For sure. Yes, 100%. Perfect. We will literally show you from how, and, and we'll have some freebies to give away afterwards as well. Yeah. Um, as well as say, if you, if you show up, there'll be a little nice little pricing incentive as well. But just from content, we will give away everything from screening questions all the way from the finding and high and, 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 and screening and going through there all the way through to, how to figure out what you're going to have this person do and get that out of your head and document that. We'll have a ton of giveaways for everybody. Cool. Sweet. All right. So go to wednesdaywebclass.com for next February 10th at 5.30 PM Pacific standard time. And Greg, thank you so much for being here. And that's when I will see you next, I guess, if I don't see you before then. Yeah, man. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Thanks, bud. See ya. Bye. Alrighty, so if this is making sense to you and you want to look more into this, dig deeper into it, uh, meet us on Wednesday night. Go to WednesdayWebClass.com and you can register there and save your seat. And if you found this episode valuable, if you know somebody else that might want to attend as well, there's a good chance that you do know someone else. And when you think about it, when their name comes to mind, share it with them and ask them to click the subscribe button when they get here too. And I'll take great care of them. Alrighty, that's it for today. God loves you and so do I. Health. Peace, blessings, and success to you. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.